Hello, my name is Sam Becker, and I'm the Brookings First United Methodist Church's Worship Technology and Media Director. On behalf of our pastors, Pete Grassow and Krista Ducker, I welcome you to this episode of Messages from First United Methodist Brookings. This podcast is a full audio version of the sermon and scripture from each week's Sunday morning and Wednesday Manna in the Middle services. Today's message was delivered by Pastor Pete Grassow on November 14th, 2021. You can watch the entire service on our website at brookingsmethodist.org and on our Facebook page at Brookings First United Methodist Church. Now, here's Pastor Pete with Beginning Again. And so today I'm going to read from Scripture. It is a passage that is set for today, and many Christians around the world will encounter this passage. We go to the Gospel of St. Mark, chapter 13, and I'm going to read the first eight verses. Mark, chapter 13, the first eight verses. In, in church terms, we are winding up our liturgical year preparing ourselves for Christmas and this is one of those passages of preparation so I invite you to listen or to read with me if you have your own Bible the Gospel of Mark chapter 13 and I begin at verse 1 and as Jesus came out of the temple one of his disciples said to him look teacher what wonderful stones and what wonderful buildings And Jesus said to him, Do you see these great buildings? They will not be left here, one stone upon another, that will not be thrown down. And as he sat on the Mount of Olives opposite the temple, Peter and James and John and Andrew asked him privately, Tell us, when will these things be, and what will be the sign when all these things are about to be accomplished? And Jesus began to say to them, See that no one leads you astray. Many will come in my name, saying, I am he, and they will lead many astray. And when you hear of wars and rumors of wars, do not be alarmed. This must take place, but the end is not yet. For nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There will be earthquakes in various places. There will be famines. But they are the beginning of the birth pains. Just so far. So here are the disciples walking with Jesus through the temple in Jerusalem. King Herod has renovated this temple. King Herod wanted it to be one of the great wonders of the Middle East. Literally, this is Herod's heritage project, intended to make him famous, intended to win favor with his people, and obviously he taxed them to do so. And then Mark 13, verse 1, As Jesus came out the temple, one of his disciples said to him, Look, teacher, What wonderful stones and what wonderful buildings. Clearly, Herod had done a good job. Clearly, 
this was a wonderful building and the disciples overawed as they look at the building. I think we all have moments when we admire human achievement. If anyone's been to the Black Hills and seen the faces of the presidents on Mount Rushmore or the Crazy Horse Monument, you can understand the disciples saying, wow, amazing. And turning to Jesus and discovering that Jesus refuses to join them. Jesus who says, these stones will fall down one day. And then they cross the Kidron Valley and they sit on the Mount of Olives and look back on the temple and the disciples ask Jesus, so why are you not impressed with what Herod has done? And Jesus gives this answer. I go back to scripture, Mark 13, 5. Jesus began to say to them, See that no one leads you astray. Many will come in my name saying, I am he. And they will lead many astray. To paraphrase, many people, says Jesus, will set themselves up as the heroes of the people. Many will say, I am the one who will save you. And clearly here, Jesus speaking specifically about Herod, who is trying to win support from the people by rebuilding the temple. But for you and for me, 2,000 years later, I think we can hear that warning of Jesus echoing through the centuries. Beware, beware of those who will tell you, I will protect your interests. Beware of those who say, I am the one who will keep you safe. Vote for me. I am reminded of the words of Adolf Hitler before he launched World War II. And I quote, Hitler says, I am the one responsible for the morale of the German folk. I am the savior of my German people, says Adolf Hitler. I, you might hear from my accent, I come from South Africa and I grew up with politicians who promised to save my country one after another. Perhaps you have heard a politician or two promise that they will save America for you. Sometimes it's not politicians. They are wealthy people who, like King Herod, have used buildings to give them enduring fame. The San Francisco General Hospital is now called the Zuckerberg General Hospital. When a wealthy person puts their name on a building in the hope that their name will be kept alive. Maybe you can think of other such examples. But Jesus says, there will come a time when these stones will fall down. Now be clear, Jesus is not wishing the temple to fall, but he is teaching his disciples not to trust in the passing parade of people who want to claim importance. Do not trust King Herod, who renovated this amazing temple, says Jesus. And in fact, we know that Herod's temple was barely completed its renovation when Rome burnt it to the ground in AD 70. 
And these words of Jesus echoed, not one stone will be left on another. In fact, these words of Jesus echo through the next 2,000 years of history. Do not trust the powerful leaders who build monuments to themselves. Says Jesus, there will be wars and earthquakes, and leaders will vanish and their buildings will fall down. And at the point that his disciples begin to despair and feel hopeless, Jesus then adds words of hope. Mark 13 verse 8. Nation will rise against nation, kingdom against kingdom. There will be earthquakes in various places. There will be famines. These are but the beginning of the birth pains. Jesus saying with every death, there is a possibility of rebirth. As one kingdom comes to an end, as one leader steps down, as one building is pulled down, it opens up the possibility of a new beginning which is literally the core of our Christian faith. Jesus, who died on Good Friday, the life of Jesus comes to an end, then offers the possibility of rebirth on Easter Sunday. Had Jesus not died, we would not have heard the good news of resurrection. This is our Christian faith. When one thing but dies, the power of God brings something new to life in its place. When the Roman emperors tried to take over the authority of the Christian church, God brings the church back to life in the desert communities of North Africa and Syria. When the religious wars of the Reformation burned across Europe, God raised up new Christian communities like the Mennonites and the Methodists. In the 19th century, when the Russian government tried to kill the Christian belief of the Mennonite communities on the Volga River, God gave them new birth in North America. So in the words of Jesus, and this is Mark 13 verse 7, when you hear of wars and rumors of wars, do not be alarmed. This must take place, but the end is not yet. God will always bring new life again which I suspect is particularly appropriate today. You and I are coming to the end of summer. But even as you see the ending of one season of life, do not be afraid because God will bring rebirth. This is the story we tell each year. It's the story of Christmas. At the moment when things are dying, at the moment when the cold is setting in and when the darkness gathers, a Savior is born. And be given hope of a new beginning. And so I would say to us all, if you have been feeling depressed, if the coronavirus has got your spirits down, if the politics of our time are depressing, or if your personal circumstances are difficult, do not be dismayed. For a Savior has been born to us, and His name is Jesus. And he invites us to take hands with him and with one another and to work for a rebirth. I would challenge us, do not hang on to the old things in the hope that they will bring life. Do not hang on to buildings or furniture or status or wealth. All of these things, says Jesus, will fall down. 
buildings disappear, our possessions, they go, our status, our wealth, it passes. So why not take the risk and let go and see what God has in store for you? I invite us to be open to the wonder of this Christmas season. To be open to God beginning something new in your life right now. May Christmas of 2021 offer you amazing possibilities of new beginnings, of renewal, of new vision and of new hope. May God bless you and may God keep you and may God hold you and may this be the year that your faith is renewed. Thank you for listening to today's message from First United Methodist Brookings. To get every message delivered to you, subscribe to this podcast for free and leave us a review wherever you get yours. And be sure to watch for new podcasts from us launching in the coming months. You can always find more information about our services and outreach on our website at brookingsmethodist.org and on our Facebook page, Brookings First United Methodist Church. On behalf of the pastors of Brookings First United Methodist Church, thank you for listening and see you next time. This podcast was produced by Sam Becker on behalf of First United Methodist Church in Brookings, South Dakota. Intro and outro music was performed by our praise team under CCLI license number 936719, streaming plus license number 21039161. Visit brookingsmethodist.org for more information.